<laughs> All right. So do we need to put an explicit banner on this uh, week's podcast? I'm not sure. Do you think iTunes has an implicit tag too? Well, good question. Episode 77, Edgy T-Saw. Here we go. Everybody, welcome back to the show. My name is Scott, and I am Scott Duarte on this side of the ocean, Chanel on that side. Yep, yep. It, it it took us a little while to come back. We've been um, having a few other technical difficulties, but we have worked through those. Yep, pretty much, pretty much. They are much better so, than they was. So. Exactly. Now we just have grammar problems. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Too bad we can't work through those. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, let's start out with the emails. My email is scott at uh, education.org. And mine is s-c-o-t-t-d-u-a-r-t-e. Scott Duarte, all lowercase, all one word, all at education.org. That's right. So please feel free to stop by and visit the site, all that good stuff. If you would like more details, please listen to the 76 other shows that have preceded this. We beat this like a dead horse. (laughs) But that's fine. Yep. Because dead horses need to be beaten. If you say so. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, let's uh, see if we can get into news under two minutes. Ready? All right. Uh, you got news? Do you want me to start? Uh, go ahead. Okay. We just had uh, my T-Saw. It's my T-Saw, not your T-Saw. Mine. mine. Michigan T-Saw uh, this past week and saw some actually nice uh, presentations. I was very impressed. Very cool. Um, so we will be stealing those ideas and giving credit to them, of course. Uh, and discussing the topics that they uh, talked about in future episodes. And um, it was nice. I threw about the flyers. So hopefully um, we have some new new listeners out there. Yay. Yay. Welcome, welcome to, welcome to yeah. the show. You only have and- about 50 hours worth of listening to catch up on. Hurry up. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a test at the end of the week. <laughs> so that was good. Um, I'll let you do a little news, and then I'll come back with other news. Okay. I have lots of news. Do you really? Um, yes, well, I do. There has been currently a uh, little bit of a chat back and forth about using uh, cell phones at uh, universities um, for class on the... Uh, my students use cell phones. Oh, that's in yeah, class. No, no, that's not really in class, not for class. Very important distinction. <laughs> hmm. 
but so if you're interested in what's happening with that, go to the website and check out the comments for, I think it's up show number 75. Can't remember. Something like that anyway. That's cool. Cool. Yeah. Did, um, did you put up that one YouTube video? Uh, the pay attention. Yes. Uh, by the time everybody else hears this. Yes. All right. So we hope you enjoyed that. It was a cool little video. Um, we didn't feel that it warranted talking about it for a whole show or even really half of a show. Um, but, but if you want to bring, you know, up, us yep. and we, uh, definitely support everything that it's stated in there. Yep. And, uh, if you have, uh, comments or questions about it, please, uh, Stop by the site and hit the My Chingo button. You can leave us a voice message or you can uh, click record on the seismic thing and send us a little video and give us your two cents. Exactly. Got more news? And um, you can go to PayPal and actually really give us your two cents. <laughs> uh, yeah, eventually I'll have a, uh, a PayPal button up, but not right now. Not yet. <laughs> but if you really want to let um, us know, we'll set one up. Right. Um, news. Other news that I have. I'm kind of excited. I am. Um, MSU English Language Center had its own little podcast going for a while, and had to uh, shut it down for various reasons. And so I will be uh, taking the helm and running that. I don't know when I'll be able to get that up and running. I need to explore a bunch of different things, but I'm excited about that. I haven't, because I've been teaching the two reading writing classes this semester, I haven't had an opportunity to do podcasts. It'll be slightly different because it won't be ESL student generated. It will be probably native speaker student generated for a while with um, ESL students as its main target audience. Nice. <clears throat> that so for education very, reasons, yeah. Yeah, that should be very good. There there aren't a lot of student-to-student -student peer um, peer programs going on right now that I've seen. True, true. So it will be primarily audio. Um, I might try to start throwing in a video component or video edition of it, if you will, you if go. I may. Mm -hmm. And um, you may. <laughs> I'm excited. I don't know when that will be. Um, like I said, I don't know when that'll be up and running, but I will let you have the exclusive. Woohoo! Let my myself have the exclusive once uh, plans are more concrete. Excellent, excellent. Cool. Uh, any other news? Um. <laughs> Do I really want to admit to this? No. Okay. No news. No okay. News. No. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Wasn't me. Can't prove anything. I wasn't there. <laughs> All right. End news. Okay. So today we had a really cryptic uh, opening. Implicit, explicit, explicit, implicit. Did you say cryptic because Halloween's right around the corner? No, but yes. Because <laughs> it's a crypt thing. Uh -huh. 
take it where I can get it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And if I can't get it, I'll just force it. So, hey. Yes, we did have a cryptic thing. What were we talking about? (laughs) That was the pitch to you, son. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Okay, No, no, no. I'll take it. That's fine. I am on the curriculum committee um, at the ELC. They, they, They are foolish enough to give me a voice. In what books to uh, choose. And so it's been coming up. All of our reading books are all um, in the vein of the, what's the name of those books? Concepts for Today and Mosaic. And um, even though those might not be academic encounters where they have uh, they focus on different themes, whether it's just one theme per unit or the whole book is uh, on like an American culture theme. And so they have readings and then they have questions afterwards about the readings. And the questions might be a skimming exercise or a scanning exercise or inference or things like that. And so I am proposing um, to switch to a more a, a book that has more overt, more explicit reading skills um, approach. For example, uh, reading power or the whole series, more reading power, whichever fits the level. Um, reading power, more reading power, a lot more reading power, most reading power. reading power, basic reading power. But they have other books uh, that have similar types and I can't uh, something reading versatility de- developing reading versatility which is a very high-end book but where they they basically this chapter is just about skimming and so they they talk about what skimming is they give lots of exercises on skimming but in that that section there is no inference there is no scanning it's just for that one skill and that one skill only mm. And so I, I call that more overt or explicit uh, skills teaching. Yeah. So you're focusing on one thing at a time. It's very, um, you, you don't care. It kind of throwing the rest of the, the bathwater away and just focusing on the baby's toes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Because those toes are very cute. And, and dirty. And dirty. And Need to be the baby clean. needs to know how to use those toes properly. Right. How did we get to this weird metaphor? <laughs> I have no. I was just that trying was to me. roll with it, man. Crypt. Yes. Okay. Let, let, let's let's watch over that. Ah, bath wash over. Oh ah. man, I am on fire tonight. Yeah. On fire. So that's what we were uh, alluding to with the whole explicit tag, implicit tag, and that's what we shall go with. Yep. So. Um, there's basically two ways to, to be rolling through a classroom, kind of like with the fluency and the accuracy deal that we had talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, you can teach in with an explicit style or an explicit plan or an implicit plan. Explicit means you're going to be breaking out each part of whichever skill you're going to be working on and really kind of doing a lot of detail work, uh, with it. Mm-hmm. focusing on just that to the exclusion of everything else. 
Um, and then moving on to the next skill and focusing on just that and until to the exclusion of everything else. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That that's exactly it. Whereas implicit is trying to, to go over, you're focusing on a reading and you're kind of subtly bringing in these other skills or touching on these skills. Um, but kind of in, Maybe a whole language approach. I don't know if I'm getting my jargon mixed up or, or if that's hidden it. No, that that um, seems. To, I mean, that's the way I understand it. Um, it. It's implicit is you're kind of working on everything at the same time, and then r- drawing students' attention to particular functions at particular moments, but not not spending a lot of good in depth detail time with them. All right, and I mean. I'll be talking about reading because that's what I'm doing and that's what I have the most um, experience with. But the same goes can go with implicit or explicit grammar teaching, mm-hmm. um, implicit, explicit writing teaching. Yeah. I don't know if it really goes with speaking skills. Well, speaking skills, it would be focused on, it'd be more like aspects of pronunciation for explicit things, you know, working mm-hmm. on, working on, uh, labial, bilabial fricatives or, or some other long words that not, people might not understand, but make me look smart. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. That was good. Um, so there's, uh, I'm with pronunciation. with you said it all clean no explicit tag here <laughs> we do everything <laughs> implicitly <laughs> um but yeah so the with speaking it would be things like pronunciation and you know aspects of pronunciation that are typical for uh, uh student groups uh, groups like chinese students have their own issues and japanese students would have different separate separate issues um you know, but we're not going to focus on that. No, we're just pointing it so, out. Exactly. Exactly. So I will be using, utilizing my reading teaching experience and, and views on it. And I mean, I can go either way. I, I like implicit. I like explicit. Um, but the reason why I am kind of, I'm not pushing, but suggesting it because we have different levels and it seems like all the levels are implicit, implicit, implicit. And we're gearing these students up for, for mainstream English, uh, classes. And so I think that at some point that one round of explicit skills teaching wouldn't hurt them and would definitely benefit them. Absolutely. And I think that if you were, if you, I think primarily what most teachers should probably be doing are implicit type things. Um, because you can, it's, it's like, you know, focusing just on prepositions. We're only going to work on prepositions this year. Um, you know, it's, the students aren't going to feel like they've gotten a lot out of it, even though they may be absolute masters at, prepositions uh yeah that's not particularly useful under the table good yeah next to the weird dude 
um, yeah, they may have a real strong grasp of it, but um, language learning is a holistic endeavor in the long run. And so it would be useful to be able to, I mean, you, you do have to focus on something so that you don't have recurring errors. Um, but making sure that students have a, a good holistic view of the language and can ultimately the point of learning foreign language is to be able to communicate. And if you're perfect in prepositions and terrible in everything else, that doesn't do you a whole lot of good. However, right. um, if you, you know, say it's, you have to cut the red wire on the left instead of the red wire on the right, <laughs> thinking of the lethal weapon movies blue wire yeah blue wire whatever red wire blue wire <laughs> that you got the idea exactly exactly um, so it uh you know it, it needs focus at times but it's not uh something that you want to only do you need to have the overviews right and and i mean for my level i am suggesting both suggesting um or not suggesting both types, but ah, I lost my train of thought there. For your level, you know. I, go ahead. I am making suggestions for both types of books. Oh, good, 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 good. Implicit and explicit, because I'm not going to try to think that I am intelligent enough to dictate which way the uh, program should go, being here only for one semester. Oh, come on. You know. You know. <laughs> Yes, I know that's never stopped me before, <laughs> but I am trying to turn over a new leaf and be a little more diplomatic. Oh, but good. It, it's good to to have both suggestions and um, keep both pathways open. Yep. So and and let the whole as with uh, usually all the decisions in our program, uh, let the committee decide and then put it out to the rest of the faculty for a vote, yeah, which is a great way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. That's nice. Um, but I'm, as far as, uh, the idea of imp implicit versus explicit, explicit, um, another way to think about, you know, your proportions for those two are, uh, ex, uh, imp no explicit, explicit is kind of like cayenne pepper. Not like baby so Not like baby not like baby soda. No, like cayenne pepper. Okay. If you take the cap off of it and dump the whole bottle in, you're gonna ruin it. Whatever it yes. happens to be. Um yes. but just a little bit gives you a uh, you know, it builds the flavor, it adds the spicy. I've been watching Gordon Ramsay. It's zesty. That's right. Bam. <laughs> Good old Emerald. Very, very nicely put. Um but then that leads to the question, well, is using an explicit reading skills book for a semester, is that, is that too much right there? Uh, my call is if, it's, if that's the only book, if that's the only thing you're going to do, it may be. But a semester is what, 15 weeks, 12 weeks? 15, yeah. Yeah, 15. You could look at it this way. All right, it's 15 weeks out of four years of this student's life. And, uh, fifty out of two years. Basically. Yeah, but they're gonna no, but they're gonna be the but they're gonna be at 
state for four years. Okay, yeah? true. Yes, yes, yes. So they're going to be still be doing reading things, and at a certain level, it depends on how um, how the books are put together. In my opinion, um, if right. if it's a solid book, there's nothing wrong with 15 weeks of of beating the horse. That sounds stupid. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with 15 15 weeks of really frac- of focused uh, practice on reading, because right. as the students get out into um, their you know regular majors and stuff like that, they're going to need to be able to have detailed reading skills. And so, exactly. In particular, for English for education purposes, for academic purposes, um, I'm okay with it. For for reading mm-hmm. now, if it was a speech book, eh. if it was a speech class where it was a explicit for a speech for fifteen weeks, I could see the value in it, but I don't think I'd push it. Right, I would never push it. But I mean, if we look at writing, I mean, there's all sorts. Basically, every writing uh, book. Let's go from. Uh, ready to write to um, success in college writing, I think is the, the series name, to great paragraphs, great essays, to refining composition skills. Those are all, um, maybe the last one's not so much or as much, but explicit writing. It's here's this style of essay. This is how you create it and things like that. And I take that as an explicit writing teaching. That's true. That's true. So, Um, I mean, you have a whole slew of writing books that are more explicit than implicit. I say refining composition skills is less so because they have a lot of readings in there as well. uh And so you're, you're answering questions on the readings and uh doing some having some reading skills along with it but it's primarily a writing book right well i you know <clears throat> focusing on a skill i don't think is explicit if you're doing mm-hmm. you know several different types of writing i i don't think necessarily that that's an explicit issue um focusing on transitions in a paragraph for paragraphs that's explicit mm-hmm. for me but focusing on style of of essay, I'm not. Uh, you can call it this explicit. week is a compare contrast. This week is uh, a cause effect. This week is that wouldn't be explicit. Right, I don't. I wouldn't consider that explicit. Although it, I mean, it, that's that's a matter of definition, though, right? You could say, all right, mm-hmm. I'm going to define this as explicit, and then I'm going to fi- define the focus on each individual point of that as a a focus in the explicit thing. Um, But for me personally, it is a style of writing. I don't consider it an explicit style. You know what I'm saying? No, but you know, that's fine. (laughs) Nice catch. I have him on video. I'm trying to get him to spit out his coffee. (laughs) Nice catch. Nice catch. Um, so were you just messing with me or did you actually not understand no i understood you okay. <laughs> perfectly it's just the devil in me yeah. 
This is explicit too. Get us explicit time. <laughs> Only if I say it. Oh, Skype video is a nice, nice addition yep. for us, not for you. Not for you. Actually, it's it's you should be thankful. <laughs> <laughs> so, in the end, what what are we at on time? Uh, we're about close to wrap up time. Yep. Okay, so in the end. Final thoughts. Final, what would you um, more likely go towards? My my whole teaching style, teaching philosophy is much more Im- implicit with moments of explicit uh, points where, you know, it's like a, if I have a 15-week class, it's going to be an overarching thing because um, uh-huh. my style is much is much more holistic than, than a lot of other teachers styles. And so I will take, you know, three or four days here to focus on one point, three or four days here to really focus on one point. But my style is much more overarching, uh, get the big picture sort of a thing, very top down instead of bottom up. And you, um, well, like I said, I can, I've used both types of textbooks and I've used them well, and I've enjoyed using them. Um, but if I am using an implicit textbook, then I will supplement it with uh, explicit material. If I'm using an explicit textbook, then I do uh, supplement it, I don't think as much, but with implicit type uh, material. Mm-hmm. So um, I think either way works well. I think you were right in that you don't want your um, program to just do explicit, 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 or I think implicit, 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 implicit. Either way, yeah. I, I think, think I think if it's all one one side or the other side, then you lose then you lose something. You lose you either lose the detail or you lose the big picture. One of the two. Right. I think um, primarily implicit with maybe one series or one course um, explicit is fine. And I would suggest the explicit be later on at, at one of the higher levels, not right. too early on. Yep. Yep. Just get them used to the language and uh, working on, on little skills and then they can focus in on what they've been doing. It's kind of like my teaching, the way I was teaching, I just kind of jumped in. Right, right, and and first uh, just started teaching, and then after four years of, of teaching, then I went back and got my master's and learned what I was actually doing. Right, right, yep, yep. It's well, it's a lot. It's a lot like that. I mean, that happens, and I, and I see nothing wrong with it. Yep, yep. So that's that's my views, and I'm getting fired for it. <laughs> Well, and you know, it's, I think I think that it, uh, a case can also be made for the opposite side that something that's primarily, you know, explicit based instruction with implicit moments. Um, I, although I think for something like that, because it's like totally opposite of what I do, mm-hmm. I I could do it if I had to, but um, I'd really need some guidance from wherever I'm working for saying, look, this is our goal. We have to do just this. Okay, that's right. fine. Then I can, you know, we can set something up around that. Um, 
And I think that some teachers are in that position and, and, and some pe- teachers prefer it and that's great. No problem. But don't, you know, it's, uh, yeah, there has to be some sort of balance, just like the back to the beginning, uh, like the fluency and accuracy. You can't do one. If you do one thing all the time, you're going to miss some of the, the, the important pieces. Exactly. Exactly. And, um, but don't just take our word for it or don't just uh, let us hear ourselves talking. Let us hear what you think about the subject uh, by emailing us, by marching going, or leaving comments on the webpage. Yes. There's lots of different ways that uh, you can let us know how you feel about implicit or explicit teaching. Yep. And we would love to hear your comments Absolutely. on it Absolutely. and feedback. So uh, also stop by the website, take a look at, uh, there's a couple of the YouTube videos are up. Uh, take a look at the pay attention video. Uh, basically, well, I'm not going to spoil it. You look at it. Um, <laughs> yeah. And one last time, my email is scott at e-d-d-y-c-a-t-i-o-n dot o-r-g. And mine is Scott Duarte, S-C-O-T-T-D-U-A-R-T-E, all one word, all lowercase, at education.org. Okay, we look forward so to So thanks from you. for joining us. Yet again. And uh, let's, <laughs> let's talk in stereo a little more. <laughs> and uh, that, that should wrap up this show. Yep. All right, thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Take it easy, everyone. <laughs>